Hello, folks, and thank you for tuning in. No matter where you may be in this world, morning, noon, or night. This question comes from Raymond in Davenport, Iowa. Raymond asked if I had talked about conspiracy theories. I explained that I'm willing and I enjoy talking about conspiracies, but not conspiracy theories. They are very big differences between the two. I have found that conspiracy theories are often stupid, batshit crazy, or both. Whereas conspiracies are quite real, and certainly worth talking about. The assassination of President Abraham Lincoln, for example, absolutely was a conspiracy. Whereas the notion that the U.S. government is controlled by reptilian beings who live in a hollow earth is, well... Not so much. Although, in all honesty, the cold and detached behavior of Mark Zuckerberg does seem to give some weight to the suspicion that he is, in fact, reptilian. So Raymond wanted to know if there is any kind of financial conspiracy currently taking place in the U.S., and in very short answer is yes. Actually, there are several. So let's dive in and talk a bit about one in particular, buying a home. Thank you for the suggestion, Raymond, and thank you for the coffee. It was much appreciated. So the first thing right off the bat I wanted to find is conspiracy, or what governmental conspiracy is. When a government deliberately fails or looks the other way, when banks, business, or financial institutions are clearly scamming its citizens, then play dumb, citing unawareness or ignorance of what was going on. Hey, I didn't mean to murder my wife, Your Honor. I just had the gun in my hand, and it went off. Nine times. In her head. Or are clearly aiding and abetting the criminals, by having few, if any, laws on the books against such activities, and if so, seldom or ever actually, you know, prosecute or prosecute proportionally, or conveniently pass judgment to the Supreme Court, whose decision-making process can, and usually does, conservatively take anywhere from until the alleged criminals involved die of old age or the second coming of Christ. I believe it's a certain proposition that such a government is not only corrupt, but certainly engaged in various conspiracies. And I'm so confident in my belief that I'd bet all my life's possessions that a blind man could see that as well. So that's my definition of corruption, and if any of what I just said rings a bell with you, hold on, there's more. Now, <clears throat> I'm not going to go into numbers and facts and figures. There's a million sources that you can find that kind of information. But the reason I'm not doing that is more often than not, what happens is the frustration that comes with answers that make simple questions as clear as mud. The reason why that is so is it is partially has to do with the overly technical language used by such experts. 
and partly as a purposeful desire to make such things as overly complex and incomprehensible as humanly possible. I don't feel a person should have to have at least a master's degree in economics to understand what's being explained to them, any more than they should have to be a fucking engineer to drive a car. I personally prefer simple, honest, straightforward language, not endlessly confusing bullshit. And because I have such a great dislike for bullshit and bullshitters, I never wanted to become a politician or work as a corporate lobbyist. I may be agnostic, but just in case I really do have a soul, I want to hedge my bets and not piss off the invisible man in the sky too much. I hope that you can relate to that. Based on my observation, I believe that what America has become in the last 30 years is a stratified two-tier caste system, more broadly known as the haves and have-nots. Forget the nonsense that you still hear occasionally from corporate bitch simp pseudo-news organizations such as MSNBC with impassioned and dire warnings. If we don't do this, or if we don't do that, we're going to become a nation of have and have-nots. We're going to lose our democracy. What disingenuous bullshit. Newsflash, corporate whores. America became that around 20 years ago. Take your fake concern for the working class somewhere else. What is currently taking place in the housing market, the obscene home prices for properties so bad, I wouldn't even ask an evangelical Christian to take a shit in, is not by accident. It is quite deliberate, and if you believe that's true, then please contact me. I have a fantastic real estate opportunity for some oceanfront property in Arizona I'd love to discuss with you. And speaking of real estate, allow me to give you some of my personal real-life perspective. I remember when a mortgage on a house was 15 years. Let that sink in. Just 15 years. When you stop to consider that the standard today is pretty much 30 years, that's totally criminal. Because a hell of a lot can happen in a person's or family's life in 15 years, let alone 30. Now, if you talk to realtors, and don't you hate that fucking pronunciation you hear in ads all the time? Realtor. I'm a realtor. Really? I have another suggestion for you. How about pretentious cocksucker? Say the word properly. Realtor. If you talk to any number of real estate criminals, they'll explain a few reasons why the 30-year mortgage on a home has pretty much become standard. And like any good bullshit deception, there has to be a small amount of truth in it to make it effective and believable. But because you're listening to me right now, you're going to hear a different perspective, and it ain't very nice. The truth of the matter is that the financial bean counters hired by the crooks and criminals 
after super crunching the numbers? No, exactly. And I mean exactly. With shocking precision, the odds of you defaulting on a home loan. And that's very good for them. Because despite how much they may protest what I'm telling you here, the goal is for you to default. From the moment you sign that purchase agreement, the bank is, well, banking on it. I only have the time in this episode to paint a very broad economic conspiratorial strokes, but I felt the home buying con game is a good example of many others in the financial smoke and mirrors being played on the general population. Now, you may or may not believe what I'm saying is true, but I have no reason to lie. Make no mistake, they make tons of money by repossession. <clears throat> Otherwise, they wouldn't make the loans in the first place. Listen to this very carefully. Don't fall for their con artist bullshit, explaining how much they lose on a repossession. They lose very little, if anything, long-term, and for one simple reason. The sucker who mortgages the house virtually never gets to actually own the home through property defaults. The financial institution wants to own the property in perpetuity, which is a fancy way of saying forever. Or put another way, the conventional thought is that when you apply for a home loan, you're stacking up all of the various financial factors, such as credit card debt, type of employment, salary, length of employment, ad nauseum. In actual reality, what's being calculated for all that intrusion in your personal fucking life, which, like I said, can be calculated with super software in a matter of moments, is your probability of default and when and despite all the smiles small talk and pleasantries there is the only thing that matters to the criminal institution making the loan just a brief moment with a message for our sponsor you if you're finding this episode interesting or informative so far I would really appreciate it if you would hit the subscribe and notification bell. It really does help the channel grow. And if you want me to discuss a subject or offer me some support, you can do so from the links in the description below. Hell, just giving me a cup of coffee would be greatly appreciated. And now, back to the show. A good trick to help you keep this in your head is simply to replace the word bank and yes that includes credit unions as well with casino house as in a casino having the house advantage and the entire point of a casino as most of us know if we spoke the truth is to take your money all of it if they possibly can this is why I keep saying a hell of a lot can happen in people's lives in 30 years. And you should fully understand that because the criminals who make the loans certainly do. What the owners of this country now know with greater precision 
than could ever have been dreamed of even 30 years ago is exactly how much value or profit you're going to produce for them before burning out or your death. The broader conspiratorial goal, which I won't have the time to go into this episode unless you want to part two, just let me know, is to keep you working and producing, living paycheck to paycheck, or better yet, also going further into debt on credit cards. And when you burn out, maxed out all of your credit cards and don't even have 500 bucks for a car repair, unless you have friends or family to help you, you're in deep trouble because CorpaGov doesn't really give a shit and you're replaced with another PMU or profit-making unit. And the same process begins for them. None of what I just talked about, of course, applies to the obscenely rich. A $5 million home, a $30 million home, no problem. That's lunch money for the obscenely rich. You see, they take their stolen money, which used to be your money, and buy whatever they want, paid in full. No 30-year mortgage required. That bullshit con job is for the suckers, whom they've convinced to buy a house, which they can live in for a while, but statistically speaking, are deliberately intended to never actually own. Until next Monday or Friday, this is Ernest wishing your health, wealth, and good luck.